Welcome to Author Express. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Shauna Rodriguez, one of your hosts and the founder of Authentic Connections Podcast Network, which makes this podcast possible. This podcast is where you discover the voice behind the pages of your next favorite book. And I'm excited about the author we have for you today. Mary Carol Moore is a best-selling and award-winning author of 14 books in three genres including the Pin Faulkner and Lambda Literary Awards nominated young adult novel, Qualities of Light, the prequel to A Woman's Guide to Search and Rescue. She received her MFA from Goddard College and has taught throughout the U.S. and abroad at various writing schools and universities since 1998. Her writing craft book, Your Book Starts Here, won the New Hampshire Literary Awards Reader's Choice Award. Before moving to fiction, she worked as a chef, a cooking school owner, a cookbook author, and a syndicated columnist for the Los Angeles Times. Over 200 of her essays, stories, and articles have appeared in magazines and literary journals. She lives in New Hampshire with her family, and we are excited that we get to chat with her today and learn more about her writing and her latest book. Welcome, Mary. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yes, I'm excited for you to be here as well. So the first question we always start with is tell us something interesting about where you are from. Well, I grew up in Baltimore, which is known for its seafood and crabs especially. So I grew up with a father that loved weird food, like, you know, whole crabs put on the table and you have to eat all of it. So uh, I, I have no fear of food. That's probably why I became a food journalist. I can eat anything. You're set. You can eat anything. Do they have soft shell yes. in Baltimore? Okay. Because I was thinking yes. that in Maryland. I was a trip to Baltimore too. Yep. Yes. Yes. That was always such a unique thing. I never heard of that before I was there. Oh, they're so good. I always tried to plan my visits to my family just when softshell crab season was in. That's pretty limited, right? Uh, yeah, it's just certain months in the summer. That makes sense. You got to catch them at just the right point. That makes perfect sense. Well, good. Well, I'm excited to learn a little more about it. Can you tell us if you could live anywhere in the world, because you live right now in New Hampshire, but if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Paris. Because really? I used to live there when I was in my 20s. I uh -huh. had an apartment that was actually owned by Paco Rabanne, who was the perfume manufacturer. And I loved France. And I lived there for a year and just adored it. You know, food again, right? Yes. It's all about food. Yes. I know you have quite the gamut between like soft shell crabs all the way to like, I think of pastries. When I think of French, yes. I think of like the cassoulets and everything is beautiful. But I think of the breads and the pastries and the other oh, beautiful yes beautiful things they have there. And that makes sense because you also, didn't you like win a Julia Child award for one of your yeah. cookbooks? My yes. first cookbook won an award and I, you know, I just, well, anything to do with food is my thing. I just love food. And all my books, all my novels have food in them. So. <laughs> well, there's always room for food. I think that's one thing that we can work into anything. I love it. So speaking of books, let's talk a little bit more about your latest book, which came out not that long ago in the spring. Is that right? Well, actually, it came out in October. October. So it's just out, recent. like two months more, less than two months. Yes. Oh, that's so exciting. So A Woman's Guide to Search and Rescue. Can you, in a sentence, sum up for us what that book is about? Yes. Two estranged sisters, both female aviators, and one of them is running from the law, and the only place she can hide is with this estranged sister. So she crashes her plane, she's on the run, and she has to hide with this woman who's never met her and never wants to meet her. Ooh, that is quite a premise. I love this. I love we go from talking about Paris and food to <laughs> crashing planes and strange family members. That's so exciting. So tell us more. Like, what do you hope readers are going to gain from reading this book? 
Well, the comments I've gotten mostly is that it's a page turner and people read it in like two or three days. So that's a huge compliment for me. I try to make the thriller part very exciting and very tense. It has search and rescue, ground operations. It has flying. It has a bad guy chasing this woman through the winter, trying to get to her and the two strange sisters meeting. But the more important part for me is the relationship between the sisters, how I wanted to write about how women are really heroes and they rescue each other. Women's relationships are so important in this world right now. And that's why these two women who finally find family together, they're biologically related, but they're not really family until they have to rescue each other. So that was the whole premise of the book. I love that. And it has a great title as well. So explain to me, I love that you have a prequel that's actually a young adult. So how does that actually tie into things? Or did you start with a prequel that led to the book or how did that all happen? Yes, I, I couldn't let go of the characters. So I wrote the prequel, which is about Molly, the daughter of one of the pilots. And I was so fascinated with the mother, the pilot, and who she was. I couldn't get to her in that young adult book. So I had to write another book. And so I wrote this other book to find out who she was. And then I realized in the story, I wanted to put in somebody that she couldn't control because she's really into controlling her life. So she couldn't control this estranged sister who comes out of nowhere and needs shelter from a criminal. Uh, Wow. It was really terrible of me. You know, I was very mean writer and forcing these two women to reunite when they didn't want to. Yes, I love it, though. But it sounds that you have very vivid characters that kind of have their own agenda and their own way of coming together and not wanting to come together. Yes, they surprised me, actually. I do plan my books, but I write a lot from, you know, seat of the pants. I'm a pantser. So I like do a lot of planning, and then I let it go. And then I see where the characters are going to take me because these guys took me some places I did not expect. Like the plane crash in the beginning was not planned. And that came in a later draft because I needed some excitement. So I thought, Uh I'm just going to have her crash, you know? (laughs) That works. That'll bring some excitement. That is fun. I love that everything is so lively and that it can evolve as it's going to kind of go where it needs to be. And you write in multiple genres. So has that just been you writing like what your characters and where you find interest has kind of led to that? Or tell me more about that. Well, I started out as a food journalist. I was a syndicated columnist for the LA Times syndicate. And I wrote, as you know, all these books, all these cookbooks. And then I decided I wanted to learn fiction. So I basically stopped my food career, which was very lucrative and steady and 30 years of it, and went back to school and got my MFA. And I started writing fiction because I thought, you know, if I die and I have never written any fiction, I would be very sorry because this is the thing that's always fascinated me. I love reading fiction. Uh So big deal. It was a big deal. A very big deal. That's so exciting. And you've done some exciting things once you've made that transition into doing fiction. So do you miss doing the food writing and being in the food world at all? Or are you really happy with the the shift you've made? I love cooking. I still, you know, we have 15 for Thanksgiving and I make incredible a number of dishes and it's a groaning board for sure. (laughs) We all groan afterwards. But I don't miss the, you know, I've been a professional chef and I don't miss the routine of it. I like the spontaneity of cooking now and not Mm. necessarily having to create recipes and test them. And, you know, that was easy to give up that part. But I love to cook. Yes. And I'm guessing the hours for a chef. That's one thing I always thought would be kind of hard is the hours that you work. And you always smell like garlic. Always. (laughs) Everything you own. (laughs) 
That's too funny. The things that people don't expect, but that no. makes very good sense. You always smell like garlic. I love it. That's fabulous. So with your career, like where do you see yourself in 10 years with your writing career? Well, I have another book coming out in the spring. This will be my third novel. It takes place on a Caribbean island and it has to do with gambling, high-risk gambling, and a woman artist who gets herself involved in a high-risk backgammon tournament, believe it or not, in the middle of a hurricane. <laughs> so again, I'm making really mean decisions for my characters. So when that one's done, I've been getting requests right now for a sequel to Women's Guide to Search and Rescue. People come up to me and say, I cannot let go of those characters. I want to know what happens to them, which, of course, is wonderful to hear, but that means I have to write another book. <laughs> <laughs> so chances are you'll be revisiting what you've already done, but it sounds yeah. like the high stakes, the action piece is really part of your writing as well as the relationship element, which is kind of an exciting combination. Thank you. I'd say I'm a literary thriller writer, which is a weird cross-genre thing that's not very common, but there is a growing group of literary thriller writers now. And I've always loved that kind of writing where the action's fast and it's hard to put down the book. And yet the characters are so well-developed. It's almost like they have a poetic side and a mm -hmm. lyrical side. And that's the thing that I love as a reader. So that's what I write. Yeah. As a reader, I can read multiple genres that the characters are really well-developed yeah. and they are some I'm drawn to them. Like character-driven writing is what I love. So that's definitely, yeah. And the fast pace is an exciting thing to mix with it. So I'm excited for your book and for its recent release and the success it's going to be having with it. Thank what you. is the best place for folks to find you? I'm on all of the online booksellers like Amazon and bookshop.org and Barnes and Noble and Target and Walmart, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and they can also go to my website. I have all the information about my books on my website, marycarolmore.com. And it's two R's, two L's and two O's. So good that you have that so that you can just check it off. Just do the doubles. If you think it needs two, it probably does. <laughs> it makes it easier. And in the show notes, we'll have the link to that so that folks will even know more for sure that they got the right letters and got it all lined up. That is perfect. So for our final question, what book or story inspires you the most? I love Peter Heller, who is a literary thriller writer, and his book, The Dog Stars, which was his debut novel, is about a post-apocalyptic time where a pilot is in search of other people that are still alive and takes a huge risk and finds love and companionship. And so I kind of, uh, I got inspired by that book and the idea of some, a pilot, they're, you know, they're loners in a way, yeah. finding love and companionship. And so that was, he's one of my heroes as far as literary thriller writers. Oh, that's so exciting. That's wonderful. And great for us to know another name and people find your book and are excited about that. And when is your book coming out this spring? Do you have a date yet? April 21st, it's going to be out. It's called Last Bets. And it's about those Two artists of different generations forced together on an island at a high-stakes backgammon tournament and a tropical storm hurricane coming. So it's a really fun read. I try to do fast, fun mm. reads that have great characters. No, that sounds great. So Last Bets will come out in April. So if we get, we get connected to your website, we'll know more about those things. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you so much for being here. It's been great chatting with you. You too. Thank you, Shauna. Thanks for joining us. I hope you take a second to give us a review or a couple of stars on your favorite podcasting platform. And we'll be here again next Wednesday. 
Follow us on Instagram at Author Express Podcast to see who's coming up next. Don't forget, keep it express, but keep it interesting. Interesting.